0: Happy wedding, Jake and Darcy. God
1: damn! Woo!
0: (laughs) We're tired because we went to your wedding last night. Yes.
1: Yes, we're very tired. (laughs) Two pregnant
0: ladies staying up late.
1: To celebrate your love.
0: Yeah. It was so much fun, though. It was
1: a lot of fun. It was
0: really pretty. I
1: genuinely have a blast at weddings with or without alcohol. Now, granted, with alcohol is a lot better.
0: With alcohol, I'll get out there and dance a lot more.
1: Yeah. My thighs will hurt the next day.
0: Yeah, yeah, from getting low. But without (laughs) alcohol, I will still dance a little. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) It was so fun and so pretty. But so fucking cold
0: it was real cold
1: so goddamn cold
0: i was shivering so bad and my taco almost fell out of my hands. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo which taco <laughs> well i wasn't holding my vagina taco I was <laughs> okay, there we go
1: <laughs> but i've never been so fucking cold in my life
0: yeah it was real cold i mean i've probably been cold that cold before yeah. but also i was probably dressed more appropriately or when you're drunk you don't notice
1: yeah that too Also, I'm pretty sure it was, like, mm, 65. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it wasn't even that cold. So everybody else who lives in fucking actual weather is like, shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah. We're still... It was still in Southern California. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. We weren't really in the Arctic.
0: No. But the wind chill really brought it down. Yeah. Oh, my God. How
1: old are we? (laughs) The wind chill. Actually, that brings me to my goddamn...
0: Oh, Well, lay it on me.
1: So we're at that wedding, and it was so much fun, and it was so cold, and I woke up in the morning, and I have a sore throat now. Oh, you bitch. But I don't know if my sore throat is from cheering and yelling and singing. Yeah. Uh
0: (laughs) Or if it's because it was so cold. Oh. Do you get sore throats from it being cold, or you, like, you might have gotten sick from that? Like, I think... Well, your, yeah, you can't. I get your sore throat's, throats. Just irritated?
1: <laughs> so <laughs> irritated. I get sore throats when it's cold out. Like if I sleep with a fan blowing on me or something, it dries my face out. Oh. I get a sore throat. I get sore throats so easily, though, because I got some jacked up tonsils back there. Oh. But. Yeah. I also have been around a lot of sick people, so it could just be that I was getting sick anyway. And And now is your time. Yeah, then the cold wind made my throat sore or screaming. I don't know. I don't really know if I'm sick or not, but my throat is kind of sore.
0: Well, try not to make out with me.
1: I will try really hard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know it's tempting. It is (laughs)
1: so tempting. (laughs) It always has been. (laughs) (laughs) All right, give me your goddamn.
0: Well, my goddamn is... I can't have caffeine anymore, right? So I'm trying to like think of other things to drink all the time.
1: I'm telling you, matcha green tea. I don't like tea. It has caffeine. But I don't like tea, but it's worth it. If but you, I'm I telling you, like I don't like tea. I don't either. Uh, the first time I got it, I didn't know what I was getting. I just thought, okay, green tea is like a safe caffeine thing to have for a pregnant lady and I really needed caffeine this day. And this yeah. is after like i was like seven months pregnant already so i don't know what the fuck was going on in my life but i wanted i just went down to a little cafe and ordered it and the first sip i was like this shit is gross yeah i don't want that (laughs) but then i drank it and then i felt so good after that i was like it's like coffee like the first time you drink coffee it's gross and then you feel great and all of a sudden it tastes good to you
0: yeah but i'm not looking for something to get addicted to or whatever. Like, I'm just looking for something to sip on. Like, I have to change my everyday routine because it was like an energy drink, which I like the taste of, or uh-huh. coffee, which I like the taste of.
1: But you like the taste of it because you're addicted to it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I also like the taste of it. Yeah, but you like, didn't like the
1: taste. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, but I'll mom. never
0: like green tea. I don't like tea.
1: You got, you It's gotta fucking just, gross. You got to just drink one whole one, one time.
0: I just don't like tea. Anyway, <laughs> along with my goddamn story. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I got a Snapple, right? And those bitches make them in fucking plastic bottles now instead of glass bottles, which is, I guess, good. I I don't know. I don't know. know. (laughs) I would think it's worse for the environment because can't glass be, like, recycled, but plastic can't. I don't know. But it's my one time (laughs) in my life where I was like, i'm gonna fucking read a snapple fact right now uh-huh. and i got so excited to read a snapple fact uh-huh and they didn't have it printed on the inside of the what car. yeah there was no snapple fact that's the only reason people buy snapples fucking right i was like <laughs> hell yeah snapple i'm gonna try this shit and then it was a plastic bottle and i was like that's weird and then it was a plastic top uh-huh. and it didn't have anything on the bottom of it and i was really disappointed i wanted to return my fucking snapple <laughs> also side note isn't snapple tea god damn it no not if you get the fucking other ones
1: oh i thought they were all tea they were just flavored teas
0: no (laughs) (laughs) i have to google you don't sound so sure (laughs) (laughs) i don't think so but i'm gonna get to the bottom of this shit right now what else would it be juice yeah it could be i don't know i just thought they were teas well i don't know this is all just saying is snapple tea good for you Oh, Snapple iced tea. Oh, no. So what kind can do you get, get? You can get peach tea or whatever. I get yeah, fucking tea. The mango. Yeah, I don't get that. I get the <laughs> mango madness or whatever the fuck that one's called, or the fruit punch one, which is gross, by the way. But that's the one that I got. For, for the, the record. <laughs> yeah. It was- so are they?
1: Are they? Are those ones just juices? I think so. I don't really drink a lot of Snapple in my day, and if I did, I'd probably get peach tea because I like peach tea.
0: Yeah, peach tea gross. Snapple mango. <laughs> it's just mango manis it doesn't say it's tea what are the ingredients oh my god well let me google that in while you're googling
1: i will comment though on your goddamn i would be fucking pissed because that would be the only reason that i would choose a snapple is for the snapple fun fact of the day
0: yeah literally that i got like it was the one time that i remembered because normally when i drink a snapple which is not often it's <laughs> only when i'm pregnant i'm like oh yeah snapple exists uh-huh. i like snapple yeah <laughs> That has a lot of sugar and will get me through the day. (laughs) And every time I don't remember the Snapple Fact and then someone else would be like, hey, what's the Snapple Fact? I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I forgot about that. And then I'll read it. And this time I was like going into this with like, I'm going to read a goddamn Snapple Fact. (laughs) And I was so mad. P.S. The ingredients are filtered water, sugar. Obviously.
1: (laughs) The reason you drink it.
0: Juice concentrates, natural flavors, citric acid, mango puree, vegetable juice, and beta carotene. for But no tea. No, because it's not tea. Because I don't like tea. Okay. Get out of here with your fucking tea. Why are you so mad about it? Because I hate tea. Everybody's (laughs) always tried to make me like tea. Like, all of my aunts and stuff, they're like, oh, have some tea. And I was like, I don't like tea. And they're like, it's brisk, baby. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I still don't want it. And then they would get mad that I don't like tea. So all of our English listeners or whatever are probably like, this bitch doesn't like tea. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they
1: also probably know that we have shit tea.
0: <laughs> Shitty tea, but um, bum. That's probably true. Or like
1: any average American going to buy tea goes and buys like Nestle fucking I don't even know tea. I don't know, and it has no flavor. But I kind
0: of I it mean... tastes like dirt to me. One time oh, I really? drank mushroom tea because ew, that sounds bad. It was really bad. But it was when my mom was sick and they were like, this will cure cancer. And I was like, I don't think that that's a thing. <laughs> Is it
1: literally like steeped from a mushroom? Or I is it just so, like yeah. a yeah, leaf yeah. that they call the mushroom? No, it was like
0: steeped from a mushroom. You had to go to like fucking Little Korea to get it. And <laughs> just
1: the Little Korea. <laughs> in like a,
0: a market where you're like, oh, uh, I think this is it. Oh, like Little China? Yeah, yeah <laughs> basically. And it came in a, like a bag and it was mushrooms. And my aunt made it because she's very holistic and organic and vegan. Knows and how to make all that stuff. Apparently she can cure cancer. and <sighs> And I drank well, it in solidarity not. with my mother and... <laughs> We were both like, wow, it tastes like dirt. (laughs) (laughs) And mushrooms. Yeah. I don't
1: know if I could get behind a mushroom tea.
0: Yeah. I mean, I chugged it with her to be like, yeah, no cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe it's working. (laughs) Yeah, I totally feel it.
1: Uh, <laughs> this totally tastes like peaches <laughs> it's doing something <laughs> yeah i'm not a big tea fan like i don't prefer it but i can have a glass now and then and i don't think it tastes like dirt yeah it's just kind of like bitter
0: it tastes dry in my mouth like why is it dry oh i could see that and earthy yeah
1: mm-hmm. very earthy
0: mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, it's gross, and people are like, "Put honey in it; it's It's better." And I'm like, "Can I have all of the honey in it? I just want to drink honey." Uh, Okay, so lesson learned,
1: though. Like, you need to not buy a plastic Snapple bottle.
0: Yeah. Well, who knew? You know?
1: Yeah. What's up with that?
0: Snapple, if you're listening, get together.
1: Also, get together. Isn't Snapple known for like the popping cap? Yeah. The like
0: click, click, yeah, the like don't don't drink this if it's open because it's been tampered with you like smack the bottom of it till it goes pop oh i never did that oh yeah but so then those plastic ones must not have that no no it's just like a screw on snap cap changing up their fucking marketing plastic yeah which i don't like i don't agree with
1: it we only drink your tea for your fun facts yeah well not your tea sorry don't get mad at me it
0: was a slip up (laughs) yeah Jeez. get out of here looking at me like you want to kill me (laughs) stop making tea snapple if you're listening while you're at it I like everyone the, should stop. I making like peach tea. tea. Peach tea, yeah, peach tea, because
1: mm. it tastes just like juice. There's like a little bit of tea in it.
0: Mm. Have you had the mango madness apple? Because it tastes like juice no. and it's not tea. No, but I don't like the things you like. That's fair. <laughs>
1: like You like those energy drinks that taste like a melted Slurpee, and oh, I literally yeah. can only take like two sips, and I'm like, Ugh. yeah.
0: All right. Should we uh, get into this show? Yeah. Let's get this show on the road. Okay. Ready? Yeah. I'm so ready.
1: My story is another listener suggestion.
0: (gasps) You're on it.
1: I'm on it. And it's Anna Stevens' suggestion who a couple episodes ago gave her bestie a shout out on her birthday. And guess what? It's today her birthday. It's her fucking birthday today. Happy birthday, Anna. Get it, girl. So she's- Around. <laughs> i didn't realize we we're breaking into song
0: uh <laughs> why are we not <laughs> that's true
1: but supposedly she's hungover in bed right now listening to our podcast so As we wanted she to say it'd be exactly she's living her best fucking life yeah she is <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to say happy fucking
0: birthday and let's talk about murder yeah in honor of anna it's beautiful i love it i hope you had a wonderful evening yes. and that you're feeling it tonight hope you got so low your thighs hurt
1: <laughs> okay so this story that she suggested is the santa rosa hitchhiker murders Ooh. Bum, 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 bum.
0: yeah
1: i'm not gonna give any background i'm just gonna jump into it let's do it yeah <laughs> all right get right into it i feel like if i give the background i'm gonna give away the whole story so okay there's these two girls. <laughs> Their names are Maureen Sterling and Yvonne Weber. Okay. And they were
0: both 12 years old who attended Herbert Slater Middle School in Santa Rosa, California. Uh, tell me these girls are not hitchhiking at 12 years old. Mm. I'm only guessing on account of you that it's the Santa Rosa hitchhiker murders.
1: I'd love to tell you that, but I can't.
0: Oh, this because is irresponsible.
1: on February 4th, 1972,
0: it was the 70s. Yeah, I guess. But still, 12?
1: I know, isn't that crazy? At 7.30 p.m., they were dropped off by one of their mothers at Redwood Empire Ice Arena, which I'll have you know today. I did a lot of fucking research for this Yeah, story. <laughs> I was deep. I was balls deep into everything. Like, I need to know what it's called today now. <laughs> this ice arena today is called Snoopy's Home Ice. Oh, but it's still an ice arena. Yeah, it is. So if you live by there, some shit went down. Apparently. In your fucking
0: hood. And don't hitchhike if you go there.
1: Yes, please don't. So they get dropped off by their moms, and the plan was for them to go skating and be picked up at 11. P.M.? yeah god damn right crazy like shit (laughs) they're 12 i know but when the mom arrives to pick up the girls they're nowhere to be found so the mom calls the cops and it's discovered that their friends had witnessed the two girls getting into a car off of gurnville road which was about a block from the ice arena oh But they couldn't specify. Their friends couldn't clarify whether or not the girls had gotten into the car voluntarily or if they had been put in forcibly. Okay. And since hitchhiking was such like a common occurrence in Santa Rosa because they had no public transportation, the police quickly determined that the girls' disappearance was due to them running away and not like foul play or anything like being abducted. That just sounds lazy. Right? I mean, again, the 70s, so a different time to be alive. But they're just like, oh, you saw them hitchhiking, though? Okay, then they probably just ran away.
0: Then they probably just don't want to... Even if you saw them hitchhiking, like, voluntarily getting into a car, but then they never came back. You should
1: still look into it. Yeah, exactly. But the cops never opened up a full investigation. All of the information I got was from, like, news articles that were printed back in the 70s yeah or whatever it was like photocopies of these news articles
0: uh another note yeah they're still 12 even if they ran away don't you still have to find them i know right <laughs> i well
1: that's what i was getting at is like i don't know they never opened up like an investigation being like they've been abducted but i don't know if they just put them on like a missing persons case and was like hey, be on the lookout for these girls yeah and that's all that ever happened
0: I see. Yeah. I am not. I feel like the police should still be involved in like a runaway. Like, hey, I mean, I know you're mad, but you still got to come home. Yeah. You
1: can't just run away. You're 12. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or like, we'll take a look at your home life and see why you wanted to run away. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound like much went into finding these girls. That's
1: unfortunate. And also, I'd like to note that the story is going to jump around a little bit because I put the events in chronological order. Okay. So these girls go missing. The next victim, we'll say, was Kim Allen, who was a 19-year-old girl who attended Santa Rosa Junior High School, and she had recently gotten a job at a supermarket in laxbar California, and it was like a natural food store. Mm-hmm. And she had lived off of Gurnville Road, where the other two girls were taken. So that made her job 40 miles away from her home.
0: Oh goddamn! Like whoa,
1: that's crazy, and it's just for like a food store. <laughs> Did she have a car? Well, that's the thing is she would frequently hitchhike to and from work because she didn't have a car. Nope. Despite having multiple warnings from both her parents and her teacher about the dangers of hitchhiking.
0: Well, why don't her parents like, hey, why don't you get a job closer to home? Yeah. And I'll drive you.
1: So her teacher, she like recounted a story about how Kim had tried to leave class early one day and she said she had to leave because she had to hitchhike home and she didn't have a ride. And her teacher called her back into the room and was like, yo, ask one of your classmates for a ride you don't need to be hitchhiking it's really dangerous because supposedly in the two years that the teacher had been working at this school two of her students had been murdered while hitchhiking what like holy shit yeah so she's like fucking don't don't do that i don't want you to get murdered so that day kim got a ride from one of her fellow classmates but it didn't do anything to deter her from hitchhiking in the future obviously since she got a job that was like 40 miles away from home yeah So on March 4th, 1972, about 5 p.m., Kim left her job and she hitchhiked home to Santa Rosa. And she was last seen wearing a three-quarter length coat and an aluminum frame backpack. Wikipedia did state that she was also carrying a wooden soy barrel with Chinese characters on it. How big is this barrel? (laughs) I don't know. Like a soy barrel? Jesus Christ. She worked at a health food store, though, so maybe it was like...
0: Like, oh, it's like soy sauce or something? Yeah, Maybe. And it's just in a barrel like
1: I need a lot of soy sauce
0: maybe it was like a small barrel (laughs) maybe
1: anyway (laughs) when she went missing her mom was like you know talking in the newspapers and stuff and she was like yeah we always told Kim don't go hitchhiking it's really dangerous and you used to be able to tell kids not to do something and they would listen but you just can't anymore you know what actually i might be mixing that up with another one of the girls but either way it just goes to show the times right like the parents are like
0: yeah i can't control her but also she's 19 so
1: that's why i was thinking maybe this was another girl because there's a younger girl that also is a victim okay anyway sorry guys don't (laughs) use this for a fucking report (laughs) (laughs) so the following morning march 5th at about 2 p.m two high school boys both of them were 17 were out on a motorcycle ride and they stopped to rest at a wide area of the road off of enterprise road which is about 10 to 15 miles from kim's home Mm -hmm. and one of the boys walks over to the opposite side of the road that they stopped on and looks down the embankment and sees what he thinks is a mannequin in the creek bed Ooh, yeah Ooh, that's not good so the boy calls the cops and the cops arrive and they find that it's not a mannequin it's actually the nude body of an 18 to 24 year old woman lying face down with little to no obvious signs of injury done to her body other than she had some scratch marks indicating that she had rolled down the 20 foot embankment right and like got scratched up by the bushes yeah The police theorized that the woman had been killed elsewhere and she was driven to the location and then drugged from the car and then dumped over the embankment. God damn. Right? They also find that at the top of the embankment, there was a scuff in the ground, which indicated that maybe the person who had murdered this woman or dumped her body had slipped while they were trying to toss her over the embankment or whatever. Yeah. And they landed either on their knee or leg or their elbow or arm. Because the kind of indent that they made in the soil, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it looked like that. And that the perpetrator could possibly be injured. Oh. So they put out a notice to the public and they were like, hey, be on the lookout for somebody who has a fresh injury to either their knee or their arm. Because if so, we want to talk to them. Yeah. But they didn't get any leads from it. Well, shit. Yes. So the next thing the police do is they release a bunch of pictures of the unidentified body to the local police stations, along with the description of the victim's estimated age... They said her height was about five foot six inches, weighed 125 pounds, and she had blue eyes with light brown or strawberry blonde hair that fell past her shoulders, and she had a scar on her left shoulder blade, and they were encouraging families of missing women that if this sounds like your loved one to come forward, and we have some photos to show you to help identify if this is your loved one. Oh God, that would suck. Isn't that so sad? Yeah. So Kim's family recognizes the description that they hear from the police. And after not hearing from her, after her work shift that day, they come forward and identify the slain body as Kim. That day? I don't know if it was that day. It was pretty close, though. Like, everything happened really fast. Yeah. So the police took the family to the morgue to view the body for final confirmation. Mm -hmm. And it was Kim. Oh, that sucks. So sad. I mean, literally she was abducted on the fourth and they found her body on the fifth she was killed right away oh the autopsy determined that kim was found to have been raped there was semen recovered and she had a wound inflicted on her collarbone but that it wasn't deep enough to actually cause death or anything however it seemed that she was tortured to death by slow strangulation with an, a wire or a cord around her neck oh god here's the weird part slow strangulation uh, right that sounds awful here's the weird part though they determined that it took her about a half an hour to die
0: oh how god. do you figure that out i don't know but that sucks
1: that's so scary it's so sad can you imagine no Ugh. we don't want to no her official cause of death was ruled strangulation and she also had marks on her wrists and ankles which suggested that she was tied up before she died. Oh my god. But when she was found she didn't have like anything on her wrists or anything. Yeah. It was found that she died around midnight on March 5th. So that's the morning that she was found and she went missing technically at like 5:30 on March 4th.
0: So it was only like it was a like really hours. Fa- like hours yeah
1: before she had died.
0: Oh, that's awful. Oh
1: god, right?
0: This is why you don't hitchhike people. Fucking right. I don't think anybody hitchhikes now. Like, today, if you you hitchhiked, you're fucking stupid. Really? Uh, Honestly. Well, I totally have seen hitchhikers in my lifetime. But you've seen hitchhikers, like, in the desert, right?
1: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Those are murderers. (laughs) Yes, they are. (laughs) All right. So now the police, they know who this is. They see this happening. But they have nothing to go off of. All they have is that semen. But it's not like they have, like, some database that they can put it in. Like, they do now. Yeah. So they have to, like, actually find the guy and match the dna in order to determine if it's the guy right
0: yeah they don't know who it is exactly know that there is a guy out there fucking doing some shit
1: yeah and actually this is their first person that they found dead even though we know two girls went missing prior yeah and they were hitchhiking this is the first person that they found dead yeah so they're like all right let's try to figure this out so they ask the public for help and they start a donation fund to help lead to the arrest of whoever committed this crime. So they're like, hey, if you guys found anything, come forward and let us know, and we're going to collect all these donations, and if you tell us some fucking information that leads to the arrest, you could get this money. Yeah. Well, they didn't lead to an arrest right away, but they did discover that on March 4th, after work, Kim did get a ride with two men who spoke to the police. They came forward, and they were like, hey, that girl that got murdered, we gave her a ride. Mm-hmm. Uh. Suspect
0: A and B huh.
1: found you, suckers. And they said that around five thirty, they had dropped her off on a northbound on ramp at Bell Avenue and Highway 101, which is about ten minutes from her work. So they picked her up at her work, gave her like a ten-minute ride, and dropped her off. So she had to find another ride. Yeah. And then she obviously got picked up again, and ends up, I think I said, like ten miles from her house. Yeah. So she got like another 20 mile ride out of whoever killed her.
0: God damn. Yeah. First of all, when I get off work, I just want to go home. That sounds miserable to have to hitchhike. Yeah.
1: It must have been way easier back then. Like, you just stick out your thumb, and like two or three cars go by, and then the fourth one gets you. I guess. <laughs> okay, so those men come forward, right? Yeah. So they questioned both of the men and they were cleared from suspicion after they passed a polygraph test.
0: And the fucking semen sample test, right? Because polygraph tests don't do shit. It said nothing
1: about the semen sample test. That's so stupid. Oh my God. I was so mad. I was like,
0: like, are you fucking serious? You have it. Just get their DNA. If they're being so willing right now, just take their DNA. Lick this fucking cotton swab real quick. Yeah. (laughs) just in this cup real quick. Spit in this fucking tube. I don't know what you need, but do it.
1: They didn't get clearance based on DNA. They got clearance based on a fucking polygraph test.
0: Which we know is super reliable.
1: (laughs) Right? Also, I'm sure in the 70s they're like, Ah, these guys look like respectable men. (laughs)
0: oh yeah they came
1: forward why would they come forward yeah. now we're in like the fucking era of suspicion and we're like are you trying to trick me
0: yeah <laughs> why are you coming forward is it to, to throw suspicion on someone else are you hiding in plain sight well also now fucking criminals will like return to the scene of the crime and they're like how's your investigation going yeah let <laughs> me help find her yeah like would you check in this trash can oh god like exactly <laughs> nope they get cleared all right. So then
1: on November 11th, 1972, 13-year-old Lori Kursa was reported missing by her mother after she ran away while shopping with her. I guess they were shopping together and her mo- and she was like, I'm fucking running away. And her mom was like, no. What? And then she did. And she was known to run away all of the time. And she was also known to hitchhike. Okay. That's so she- probably the one that she said, you can tell a kid what to do and she won't listen. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you're probably right, honestly. <laughs> so she runs away on November 11th. But she goes to live with some friends in Santa Rosa, Mm -hmm. and she was there with them for like 10 days or so, and then she goes missing from Santa Rosa, and so she was last seen on November 20th or 21st. Okay. On December 14th, a young couple was walking along Calistoga Road around 3 p.m., which is a road that runs through Santa Rosa, Mm -hmm. and they peer down the embankment, and they find a nude, frozen body of a young girl. Frozen. Frozen. The police were called and it was determined that the body had been there for at least a week prior to being discovered. Ooh. The body didn't show any signs of rape like the other body did. Oh,
0: that's good. But
1: the body had markings to indicate that she hit trees and branches on the way down from the embankment, indicating that she had either jumped from a moving vehicle to mm-hmm. her death or she was thrown down the embankment.
0: Oh my god.
1: I know. First of all, I hope she jumped. I kind of do too. It would be better if I guess you chose to do it.
0: Yeah. The body was found to
1: have a dislocated vertebrae near her neck, which Ugh. contributed to
0: her death. Oh, But she the, broke her
1: neck? Yeah. That's how she died, from being thrown from the car or jumping from the car.
0: Oh my god. So she wasn't
1: dead. Wait, she was she nude? Yes, yeah, she was nude also. Oh. Yep. The exact date and time of her death couldn't be determined because it had been so cold in Santa Rosa at the time. And she was frozen, so, like, natural decay wasn't really happening. So it was decided that she likely died on December 1st through December 8th, like, sometime in that time frame. Oh, wow. And she went missing on November 20th.
0: Ooh. So it was a long
1: time to be missing. Yeah, that's a really long time to be missing. Yeah. So the police don't know who this person is, right? Yeah. So one of the leads that the police did have on identifying the body was that the girl had, like, very unusual front teeth. And so they reached out to local dentists for dental records. And Lori Cursa was positively identified as the deceased girl by her dentist through her dental records. Oh, no. Like, her dentist stepped forward and was like, I know these teeth. <laughs>
0: I've seen these teeth before. <laughs> and so it was Lori. So Lori was the, the 13-year-old girl who ran away in the supermarket? Yep. Yep. Okay. She was
1: the little oh, one. Oh,
0: goddamn.
1: I know, right? First of all, don't run away from your parents. And second of all, 13 and fucking hitchhiking. We're never yeah. going to get over this.
0: No, it's too little. It's, it's too all cool. too little. I'm yeah. too little.
1: <laughs> Again, the police were stumped because they have nothing to go off of in terms of who committed these crimes. This is when they start to realize that they have a lot of similarities between the murders. hmm And they're starting to fear that they have a serial killer on their hands.
0: Oh, you're starting to fear that, huh? Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Well, I guess they've only found two bodies? Two bodies, yeah. yeah. But yeah, this is a serial killer.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the only difference was that she wasn't raped that they know of. Yeah. they found anyway.
0: I would say maybe they didn't have time, but she'd been held for a while. No
1: one knows, like, when she actually was abducted or died.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder how accurate their time of death is on that. Well,
1: so it's interesting you say that because I put all these in, like, chronological order, but reading the newspaper, it'd be like, you know, they don't know who it is, and they'd say it was determined that she died about either this date or this date, and then when you would find out who it was the girl would go missing on like one of those dates
0: oh and you're like
1: oh okay they're pretty fucking close yeah yeah they can they can get within a couple of days anyway
0: yeah but hers was like a week span no that was like yeah
1: no one it's because she was a runaway like no one knew when she went missing yeah she just like would jump up and leave so her friends didn't report her missing it was like she left Yeah. On the 20th or the 21st? That's the last time anyone saw her.
0: Yeah, but then she wasn't declared dead until the 1st or the 8th?
1: Yeah, sometime between the 1st and the
0: 8th. So even if it was the 1st from the 20th, see, like, I wonder when she actually went missing.
1: I have no idea. No one knows because she would just leave.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because she could have gone somewhere else. Yeah. Or she could have been picked up that day.
1: But 13, what are you doing at 13?
0: Fucking right?
1: Go home. I don't get it at all. Okay, so the police are like, shit. We have a serial killer on our hands, we suspect. So let's create a secret witness program to help encourage anyone with information to step forward with information that leads to an arrest. And then people would get money, right? Yeah. These newspaper articles literally had, like, a hand-drawn picture of what you should do where it's like type out or write out whatever your confession is or whatever you know and then put a four digit serial number on the bottom left and the bottom right corner of the page and then tear the right corner off and mail it to us and if it leads to the arrest we'll we'll read the number off and then you come into the police station with your matching page and we'll put it together and you'll get the reward like it was a fucking raffle (laughs) kinda yeah and they opened up like a p.o box and shit for all this stuff holy shit yeah Anyway. So a man steps forward and claims that he had seen a white van with an off colored door on the driver's side. Almost like the van had been in an accident and had a dent in it. And that the person had like hammered it out and put primer on the door. Mm -hmm. And they saw this van parked along the side of Calistoga Road where Lori was found. Sometime between December 3rd through December 9th. So, during the time that they had determined she died. Right in that window, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And that man in the driver's seat had an Afro hairstyle. And he says that he also saw two other men walking on either side of a young girl, holding her up and leading her to the rear doors of the van. And they pushed the girl inside. And then the men jumped in the van and drove off. Oh, that's three people. What the fuck? Why is this guy just now coming forward with this? Like when he saw this, why wasn't he like, Let me call the cops or follow that van or like what the fuck did I just
0: witness? Yeah, or like get the license plate. Yeah. Fucking or figure out the actual day that it was. Like if you didn't look at a calendar after that? Right. Like mark it down. Nah, I just bad chick history. get abducted.
1: Also, by three dudes. also, if it had been like a cup I don't know that I would be able to give a date time frame for something in the past, you know?
0: Well, no, but if I saw a girl get abducted, I'd be like, uh, it's Monday the fucking 3rd. (laughs) Yeah,
1: or if you well, I was thinking if like you, it's stupid enough that the guy didn't report
0: this. Obviously, this was an important event that you don't see every day. Or I would tell people about it, and then I would remember like, oh, I told so-and-so about it on Monday. Yeah. So it must have happened on Monday.
1: Yeah, but if you were driving, let's just say it wasn't such an event that stuck in your head so much. You were driving, and you saw a blue Toyota pickup truck or whatever. And you didn't think anything of it, but you saw it. And for some reason, you remember seeing it. And then somebody's like, when did you see that? And it's weeks later. The only way I would remember is if I was going to do something different that day. Like, oh. Yeah. I was doing something out of my norm, so it had to be in this week time frame. Yeah. But you're right. If you see something like that fucking dramatic, you're yeah. either talking about it so you can, like, remember, remember it. it. Yeah. yeah
0: or you fucking look at a calendar or call a goddamn cops yeah i i just if i if i saw a person get kidnapped that's something that would stand out in my head yeah if i didn't see a person get kidnapped then i just saw the van then i might be like oh yeah i saw a weird creepy van one time <laughs> sometime around this time but I if stayed I, away from it. Yeah, if I saw a weird, creepy van and then some girl get pushed into the back of it, I'd be like, "It was Tuesday at 3 p.m. Like, <laughs> and here's my timestamp, and I took a picture. <laughs> yeah, here's
1: all of my information and my ripped-off <laughs> <a> corner piece. <laughs> uh, give me my money." Yeah. <laughs> all right. So even with this information, the police never find the van or the men, and
0: Lori's case goes cold. Kind of sounds like a stretch because he didn't tell anyone.
1: Yeah, and I know. three dudes. I didn't I know. think three people were
0: involved in this.
1: I know, but if you think about throwing a body out of a car, or not, like, out, just holding a body up and then throwing it down an embankment.
0: and Yeah, but three dudes to agree to serial kill people. Yeah,
1: no, there's no way someone's not talking. Maybe two people? Maybe two people. That's what I'm saying. Like, you've never heard of three. Yeah. The first body they found, Kim, she had two men pick her up and come forward. Yeah. So I wonder if they're the two fucking... <gasps> same men that were the two dudes in the back strong arming this chick uh anyway on december 28th 1972 the skeletal remains of two young women were found off franz valley road which is about 15 miles from gurnsville road uh uh-oh which is where that ice rink was and where everybody fucking lives yeah and they were found by two boys who were hiking in the area it was clear that the two young girls had been deceased for some time based on the condition of the remains
0: Oh, no.
1: So the boys were hiking, and they spotted a skull on a steep embankment, and they were like, "Uh, we should go home and tell my dad about this. Yeah. <laughs> and so they do. They run home, tell the father immediately, and the father's like, we need to call the cops. And so the cops come, and the boys bring them to the remains. Okay. And there was no evidence of clothing found anywhere around the bodies. There was Aww. no buttons or zippers or clasps or buckles or anything. Like, they must have been nude. Yeah. Obviously, these had been... Like, they were skeletal remains at this point. But they did find two pieces of jewelry, which they found with a metal detector. Oh. And they were close to the skeletal remains. So, they were using this jewelry as a way to try to help identify these women. Yeah, And they have pictures in the newspaper. And they look like... If you were wearing jewelry, like an earring, a decorative earring, I would never be able to tell that that's what that was based off of the picture because they were so matted and dirt and like black and some of them had like hair wrapped around it it was oh god that's so sad it it was gross i was like that i would never have identified and they described it as like oh this one has like a teardrop jewel hanging off of it and i was looking at it and i'm like i don't see it like maybe they cleaned it up after and we're like maybe but you should post that picture
0: yeah right (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) but i guess a lot more people are gonna look at the grosser picture right
0: probably (laughs) yeah maybe they did post the other picture but like the one that is more popular made it that in. would come up yeah. in your searches yeah <laughs> probably
1: so an analysis was done on the bones to determine the age and the height of the women and dental records were run to help identify who these remains belonged to mm-hmm. the results came back and the remains were positively identified as maureen sterling and yvonne weber
0: oh no which are the two
1: 12 year old girls who went missing at the ice arena almost a year prior damn right and who the police had labeled as runaways yeah they didn't fucking run away
0: no and their skeletal remains so they've been dead for quite some a time. long time exactly so even though these
1: girls are the like third and fourth victims found they were really likely the first victim of the santa rosa hitchhiker murderer oh my gosh yeah because they went missing a month before kim allen which was the first body we found yeah sorry it's kind of a puzzle <laughs> <laughs> trying to make it as like linear as possible i'm following along thanks i'm glad unfortunately the skeletal remains led to little indication to how the pair had died mm-hmm. but they were found down an embankment with no clothing so there's definitely a link to like the how way the
0: embankments does this fucking town have
1: <laughs> well not that many because they're about to appear in the same fucking embankment
0: okay not
1: to give away too much of the story <laughs> but you can kind of see every fucking person is going to die basically in the same way yeah but yeah like this guy definitely had like a an mo yeah like he was doing the same things they're naked most of them were tied up at one time their remains weren't always still tied up but there would be like evidence of it and shit
0: yeah and they were nude and then thrown down an embankment exactly
1: exactly and it happened fast like from most of the time that you can determine when they died it's like the day later or something
0: yeah so he's not like keeping them hostage
1: for a long time or anything
0: which is another thing that makes me think it's not three people. That they're not keeping them for a long time? Yeah, I feel like three people would keep someone.
1: Maybe, yeah, because they're like, they could. Yeah, they Just could. they could.
0: Yeah, like you could take shifts or whatever, like of watching the person, or you'd have more places to like keep the person or yeah. things like that. Like, whereas one person could be like, well, fuck, I have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. Just throw her over there. So
1: I think it's one person also. But part of me is like, well, there has to be at least two people because... There's two girls in this last scenario, right? Even yeah. though they're 12, that's still hard to wrangle two 12-year-olds. It's like fucking herding cats. Yeah. And then also throwing them over an embankment. Like, I realize I'm like a puny little fucking chick that I don't lift bodies over my head and throw them over embankment, so I don't really know how hard it is. But it sounds hard to me.
0: <laughs> I imagine it would depend if they were previously deceased or not.
1: Yeah. Like, like if the they're first... struggling or if they're dead weight
0: yeah like the quote-unquote first person that we found kimberly kim? yeah kim she was dead before she was thrown down the embankment she was strangled uh-huh so if these two girls were found before her it's i mean not necessarily likely i'm just speculating Fucking yeah wildly. they were probably dead but they may have been dead before he threw them down there and so that i mean like a dude could pick up a 12 year old girl and be like whoop yep toss that's
1: true and then if the embankment's steep enough, it's, the body's just going to tumble go where it goes. Yeah. yeah. The only girl that wasn't dead was, I think, that Lori girl, right? She had yeah. She had broken her neck when she went yeah. down. But maybe he thought she was dead.
0: Yeah, that was another thing. Maybe she was, like, passed out or something, like he tried to strangle her. Uh-huh. But then they were like, oh, but her neck is broken, so that's what caused her death.
1: Yeah. Maybe. It's fucking creepy.
0: Yeah. Gross. But you're right. I'm kind of onto, like,
1: the one-person, maybe two-person theory also.
0: Yeah, yeah. Three people? I just, I just, I'm not buying it.
1: Yeah, it's it's a hard pill to swallow.
0: Yeah. Maybe the guy thought
1: he saw a driver. Maybe. Okay, so the next victim, Carolyn Davis, was a 14-year-old girl who on February 6th, 1973, so now we're into the next year. God, they're all
0: babies. I
1: know. She ran away from her home in Shasta County, California, which is about 200 miles from Santa Rosa, to live with her grandma in Garberville, which is about 150 miles from Santa Rosa. Mm-hmm. On July 15th, 1973, Carolyn went missing after she was dropped off by her grandma outside of a post office, and she was also known to hitchhike and was evidently last seen hitchhiking off the 101 highway, and her family thought that she was headed for San Diego. Oh, shit. But then, on July 31st, 1973, so this is like 15 days later from when she went missing,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: a motorcyclist found the body of a nude woman lying face down off of an embankment, off franz valley road which was only four feet from the exact same <gasps> spot that maureen sterling and yvonne weber were found seven months prior so what? the two 12 year old girls four fucking feet like the dude stopped at the same exact spot to throw the body over
0: i wonder if it was like a like a lookout or like a you like know a pull over off, yeah, you know, yeah like to pass whatever so other cars can pass you
1: i think it did say that it had like a little uh wider spot in the road where you could pull over
0: Oh geez! Oh god! It was clear to
1: police that the killer was taunting them now by putting the body in the same exact spot. Well, and in the
0: spot of the previous, like most recent bodies that they found, right?
1: Like you exactly. Like okay, you're just playing fucking games now, and you think you're all clever. Yeah. The autopsy revealed that the estimated date of death was determined to be al- around July 20th, so a couple days prior to like. 10 days prior to her being found. Oh my gosh. The police put out a public notice yet again that another unidentified woman was found and the dental records were needed to help identify who the woman was. Carolyn's sister had heard the police notice and so she gets her sister's dental records and sends it over to them and she's positively identified.
0: Oh geez. What's interesting though
1: is they run toxicology reports on Carolyn to help determine the cause of death. Mm -hmm. And they find her cause of death to be strychnine poisoning. Oh my god. Right? It wasn't clear if it was administered orally or intravenously, but it was her ultimate cause of death. And supposedly strychnine is often mixed with heroin or amphetamines, but there was no evidence of those drugs present in her system. Ooh. Interestingly, because I was like, what the fuck is strychnine poisoning? Yeah. I looked it up, and what happens is if you get this in your body ingest it or shoot it up it leads to convulsions in the body so severe that the person dies either from asphyxiation because the neural pathways that control breathing they become paralyzed so you like your body doesn't know how to breathe holy shit or if you don't die from that you die from exhaustion due to the extreme convulsions and it takes two to three hours to die holy shit that's fucking awful oh my god holy shit Where does one acquire this? I I just don't.
0: Oh, it's on Amazon. Oh, really? I'm just kidding. I don't know. Like That's really
1: weird that you know that. (laughs) I've looked into it. I'm not taking any of your fucking pills. (laughs) It's in your water. (laughs) Enjoy. You have two (laughs) to three hours. So again, the police have no leads to go off of and they have no clue who's committing all these fucking murders. And they're getting frustrated, obviously. And they're trying to do everything they can to figure it out. But they don't know who's doing the shit.
0: Oh, my God. They don't know if she ingested it or shot it up? They don't know
1: for sure. It was just in her system.
0: Oh, that's awful. Like, in her blood.
1: What's interesting, though, is, like, she wasn't found with strangulation marks or anything, so. Yeah. But she was found down an embankment.
0: The first girl, Kim, who was strangled, Uh was she found with strangulation marks or were they just, like, it was asphyxiation? It must have been strangulation Yeah, it was like she
1: had been strangled with a thin wire or a cord. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I would think that this co- this was done by the hitchhiker dude. Yeah. Because they're nude down the same embankment. Unless maybe it's a copycat person, but that's
0: really weird. This town's fucked up if you have two people doing that shit. Yeah, right? Because everything else is pretty much the same.
1: But they were posting the shit in the newspaper, so if somebody wanted to copycat it, it would be easy to do.
0: Yeah, but they were also all kind of dying in different manners. Like it wasn't exactly the same. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's true. Okay, so on December 22nd, 1973... 23 year old Teresa Walsh, so now she's 23. We got an older person now. Yeah. Was planning on hitchhiking from Zuma Beach, Malibu, to Garberville, which is where Carolyn, the previous victim, was from, Mm -hmm. right? So that's like 200 miles from Santa Rosa, to join her family at home for Christmas. But she never arrives because on December 28th at 2 p.m., two youths I don't know if it was a boy or a girl or whatever, they just said youths. But they were 17 and 18. They were kayaking down the Mark West Creek in Santa Rosa, California. Mm -hmm. And they find the body of a woman hogtied and half-submerged underwater, stuck under a log and a rock. Holy shit. Right? That's different. That is different. She was found hogtied with her arms and legs bound against her chest. And the clothesline rope wire thing was wrapped around her neck (gasps) in a noose. So if she struggled it tightened oh god and what's weird is her thumbs were also tied together i don't know maybe so you can't use your thumbs to like undo yourself maybe i don't know but based on the placement of the body it was determined that she was not dumped there but probably upstream and the currents and the recent heavy rain that had been happening in santa rosa had carried her body downstream where it got stuck and then eventually discovered oh my god So she might not have ever really been found
0: That's crazy, and that's
1: horrifying. I know. Oh, my God, like hogtied in a river or creek, whatever. Well, she was dead first, hopefully. Yeah, that's true, hopefully. The autopsy found that the woman had been strangled to death and had been dead in the water two days prior to being found.
0: Oh, my God. So she
1: did die from strangulation from the hogtie. Police sent out another public notice for anyone missing loved ones that was of Mexican-American descent and had false upper teeth. And was around the age of 26 years old. So again, they don't know that this is Teresa Walsh at the time. Yeah. But she was 23 and they're predicting her to be 26. So that's pretty good. That's pretty close. That's pretty good math. Yeah. But anyway, so eventually Teresa's mom hears the news. She goes and positively identifies her remains with dental records and fingerprints and everything.
0: Oh. So it's her. That's so sad.
1: I know. Right after Christmas. I know. Like she was missing for Christmas. Ugh. That's super sad. But this is really different. Well, I mean, is it, though? Because the other, some of the other bodies were found with strangulation marks and, like, the tied evidence up around. tied up. Yep, yeah. exactly, around their wrists and shit. So it kind of follows the same thing. Yeah. It, and
0: she was nude. Uh, it's so weird. But he left all of his, like, evidence this time. The rope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not all of his evidence, but it's evidence. It's something. Yeah. Like we could say, hey, this came from this spool of rope.
1: Yeah. That you own.
0: And it has fingerprints on it. Motherfucker. I don't know if you can get fingerprints off a rope, but. (laughs) I'm sure you can get some, well, maybe not in the 70s. I was going to say some sort of DNA. Yeah. Or like a, oh, it was purchased from fucking. Ace Hardware. Yeah. At this place. At this time. By this guy. Yeah. It's something. Definitely.
1: An interesting thing to note was that the body was found in this creek, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And where she was found was about a quarter of a mile downstream from where this river passes under calistoga road which is where Lori cursa was found and dumped oh so the guy or girl the murderer yeah could have tossed the body kind of in the same area and the body fell in the creek and because it had been raining and everything yeah pulled the Washed body down. downstream Ooh. yeah isn't that interesting yeah so then there's actually been a lot of other unidentified people and identified people that they've kind of linked to possibly being belonging to this hitchhiker murderer mm-hmm. but they don't have enough evidence to definitively say these cases were the main ones yeah but there was one other person on july 2nd on 1979 so this is like many years later yeah where all this shit happened like months apart now this is many years later another unidentified woman was found a hundred yards from where Lori cursa was found but her cause of death was unknown. Oh. They just found some remains in the same area.
0: Okay. I
1: don't know when she died. I don't know much about it. It's just they found some more remains there. It was
0: like seven years later? Yeah. Yeah. So they did, didn't find anybody? <laughs> Please tell me this is solved. No, this is an unsolved one. Holy shit. No one knows
1: who the fuck <gasps> the Santa Rosa Hitchhiker murderer is. But they have some theories. Okay and they're probably equally as dissatisfying as knowing that it's not really solved because it's like crazy people right we're all crazy all of us people who love true crime we're like it's gotta be this person yeah the first theory is that it's the zodiac killer oh (laughs) the zodiac killer was known for slaying couples But one of his last letters that he sent to the cops was saying something along the lines of like, oh, I'm going to change up my M.O. And I'm going to make my victims my slaves and use them in the next world for all of this like sick shit. Like, I don't. Oh, I don't. I didn't read. I'm sure I've actually read the note. I just don't remember it. Yeah. (laughs) This theory was kind of like outlined on Reddit a little bit more that somebody on Reddit said that in one of the murders, I don't know if it was the hitchhiker murders or if it was just a murder in Santa Rosa or what. There was a symbol left by one of the bodies found, and the symbol was like two upside down triangles or some shit. Mm-hmm. And that it was a symbol known to be used in zodiacs, like letters,
0: yeah, and everything. So they're like, "Oh, look!" It could he wrote be ciphers, him. though. It was fucking. You're yeah. gonna get a million shapes.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. I don't know how I mean obviously this is on Reddit So this is just somebody's theory was yeah. like, Oh it could be linked to the Zodiac killer Because they used the same symbols near one of the dead bodies That died in a similar way Yeah. A lot of people refute the theory that it was the Zodiacs Doing because the pattern is so different Than what he normally did Like he targeted couples He would like talk to them and then he normally shot them Yeah Or like this is like more personal Yeah and it's like hitchhiking It's not up on lover's lane Like it's totally different Yeah, so everybody's like, I don't think it's the Zodiac Killer. The second theory is that it's Ted Bundy, and he was mainly a suspect because he was known for picking up young, attractive women and then killing them in unconventional ways, a.k.a. not with, like, a knife or a gun, but with, like, a crowbar or something else instead, like whatever he had around him. Yeah. And he was known to be in Santa Rosa around the time of the killings, but his confession places his first victim in 1974, and all of these happened 1972 and 73. Yeah. So that's slightly before he started killing. And supposedly he has some like gas receipts from someplace in Washington state at the time of the murders to prove that he wasn't in California. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that there are receipts placing him in Washington. Again, I got these from like reddit and shit. So, yeah, <laughs> it's not an accurate source of information. I just don't know if I believe it because like who the fuck saves receipts from that long ago? Yeah. To be like, "No, no, no, see I was here." And then if he's coming forward to confess like I did all the shit and it started in 74, like why wouldn't he just tell the truth about the previous Yeah, he's already people? like in yeah. prison for yeah. life or whatever he got. I don't remember, but exactly. Oh, also, they tested his DNA. Like people believed it enough that they tested His DNA against the DNA that was found in Lori, the technically third victim. But the DNA came back and it didn't match. Oh, well, there you go. You know, so he's ruled out. A third theory is that it's this guy named Arthur Allen. He was a known child molester who lived in Santa Rosa at the time of the killings, who was also suspected of being the Zodiac Killer. Mm -hmm. Evidently in the book Zodiac Unmasked, the author mentions that a police officer had stated that some of the Santa Rosa victims had chipmunk hairs found in their hands. What? Like they found chipmunk hairs at the scene. Okay. Again, this is all shit coming from Reddit, so I didn't read this book or anything. Yeah. (laughs) And it wasn't in the newspapers. But supposedly, chipmunk hair was found in their hands, and Arthur was known to have chipmunks, or to care for chipmunks, or he had some hobby that involved chipmunks. Okay. But also, the Zodiac unmasked book has been known to not have the most accurate information. Like, yeah. people are like, oh, the author lied a lot about about a lot of shit. Or stretched the truth about a lot of shit. So oh, that sucks. That one seems like the most promising, but I don't know if it's true. They had chipmunk hair in their hands. Yeah. But don't you think, unless the cops weren't going to print any of that because they wanted some sort of, like, yeah, aha, yeah. smoking gun. But it didn't sound like they tested anybody for fucking chipmunk hairs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the last theory is that it's this guy named frederick manali who was a 41 year old santa rosa junior college professor who died on august 24th 1976 in a head-on collision Mm -hmm. like a car accident and he was later found to have sadomasochistic drawings of kim allen in his possession what which i guess she was like a student of his or something at one time how did i know it was her i don't know like the only thing i could think of was like he either one was a really good artist yeah (laughs) or two was like it was kim like kim allen <laughs> yeah with <laughs> like an, like arrow. an arrow <laughs> <laughs> exactly so i don't know for sure how or why or whatever but the
0: killings did stop you know
1: but we they, have there we was have the that, last
0: one in 79
1: yeah but i don't know how old those remains were or anything oh. and nobody knows who she is who the body is yeah like, she hasn't been positively identified i don't know how she died I mean, she was found in the same area as somebody else. But fuck, man. It sounds like you could die anywhere in that town and somebody else has died there already. Seriously. Right? But goddamn. Isn't that crazy? That's scary as hell. But I do think it's interesting that that teacher, he died and then they kind of stopped abruptly. Right? Like, he died in 76, I guess. But if we're going by, let's just say that Jane Doe lady died in 73 also or 74 or something. Mm -hmm. He was killing so rapidly so close together like months of heart mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she's gonna stop out of nowhere like, like a, something had he to
0: happen sick or something like how did he die yeah how'd this guy die yeah the, the junior college guy and the head-on collision oh that's right that's right
1: yeah but then that still was like three years after the latest murder we know of
0: yeah i was gonna say it would make sense if like he got sick and died of cancer or something yeah
1: i don't know I, I don't know if we'll ever know Although there is DNA, so everybody go, like, swab your cheeks and go figure out your, like, ancestry shit. Yeah,
0: go figure out your ancestry and, and see could if be one linked. of your relatives is a goddamn murderer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hitchhiker murderer.
0: That shit's crazy to me that we're solving so many, like, cold cases through that. I know. But I guess you can't just, it's not like they can go to, like,
1: Ancestry.com and use that DNA. No, but, but there's other,
0: like, genealogy sites uh-huh. that are doing it yeah. for that.
1: Yep. Yeah, that you can go like submit your DNA
0: and in ancestry you like can agree to share your DNA. Uh, what do you mean? It means there's like a checkbox or whatever that's like, do you agree to share your DNA to see if like fucking I don't know certain things are like share it with for medical reasons or for research oh, reasons or whatever. Oh,
1: oh gotcha. I was yeah. like, fuck yeah, share that shit. Yeah, get it. <laughs> I didn't know what you meant by share. I was like, like tell other people that you did it because isn't that the purpose of it to oh be like, like facebook share <laughs>
0: yeah
1: like i did this and my dna is now in the system that's how you're supposed to meet people right yeah 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 but i get it for like research or yeah well so far none of your family has been a murderer Not suspect yet
0: or Not... they haven't found them yet there's still time there's still time <laughs> <laughs> well know where i got my weird fucking fascination from <laughs> i know right anyway so that's my fucking story well goddamn recommended by anna Thanks, Anna. Happy fucking birthday. Fucking crushed it. Killed it. Okay, you tell me your story. Okay. After I pee. During that pee break, I learned that you can buy strychnine. Uh-huh. It's for poison. Oh, why yeah. would you use that to shoot a heroin? I don't know. Oh, I mean, I, I saw other stuff that was like strychnine extract fucking pill bottles things. I shouldn't have clicked it, but I was like, I had Googled strychnine and then I was like <laughs> shopping. <laughs> so I'm on a list. You already were on a list just for being on this podcast and the shit we have to research. I know. I'm on a lot of lists, but now they're like, is this coming to fruition? Yeah. So no one around me fucking eat gopher poisoning. Oh my God. But for anyone shopping, it's four ninety nine on eBay. So. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyway, are you ready for my story, Stacey? I'm ready for your story. All right. Give it to me. Mine is about Mary Shotwell Little and Diane Marie Shields. Okay. In 1965, Mary Shotwell Little was working at a bank in Atlanta, and she was married to a guy named Roy for six weeks. So, freshly married. Yes. She was 25 years old. On October 14th, when her main man was out of town Mary had dinner with a co-worker at the Piccadilly Cafeteria in the Lenox Square Shopping Center. Was this a male coworker? It didn't specify, oh. but on another thing, I got the feeling that it was a lady. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> at the Piccadilly? At the Piccadilly. Good old Piccadilly Cafeteria. <laughs> and she had been, like, grocery shopping and stuff, too, because it's like a little strip mall type thing. Okay. She had been grocery shopping, and then she had dinner with this coworker. And according to the co-worker, she was in very good spirits that night. Uh-huh. And they finished up dinner, and then Mary was last seen heading to her car at 8 p.m. All right. Her car was a gray 1965 Mercury Comet. All right. So. What year was this again? This happened in 1965. Okay, so it was a brand new fucking car. Yeah. Mary's doing well for herself. Yeah. Working at a bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the next morning, she didn't show up for work, and they couldn't reach her, like, none of her coworkers could reach her, and so her boss, Jean Rackley, which, again, I couldn't find out if it was a man or a woman, cause uh-huh. Jean, like, yeah. it could be either, yeah. right? Yeah. I got the feeling it was a man, because I was like, this guy killed her. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to point at any person who comes forward and is like, oh, I tried to contact her. I'm like, well, what else did you try to do, Jean? Yeah, are you trying to hide in plain sight, Jean? Yeah. <laughs> Jean. Pretty sure Jean didn't kill her, but... Well. And I don't know if it was a man or a woman. <laughs> but he called the shopping center to see if her car was still in the parking lot, right? Okay. So they said that the car was not in the parking lot. Oh, alrighty. And then Jean was concerned. And so around noon, they went to the shopping center to check for themselves and found her car there oh and so they called the police okay wait so they called the shopping center and the shopping center was like nope no such car yep whoever they
1: talked to said that
0: yeah whoever they talked to said that at either like earlier
1: in the morning sounds suspicious or it sounds like what i would do if i worked at a shopping center
0: (laughs) (laughs) have you seen this car not ever not once in my life no no did you check i'm looking out the window right now i'm gazing yeah I don't even know what a comment is. <laughs> yeah. Like, either is possible. But inside the car, they find ladies' panties, a slip and a girdle, all folded inside, like neatly oh. folded. There was a bra on the floorboard next to a stocking, like leg stocking, you know, uh-huh. that had been cut with a knife. That's not good. Nope. There were traces of blood oh. on the clothes oh. and inside the car. Not Mary's. Including the back window. Oh. Don't know if that's relevant, but... Oh. Like, were they splashes of blood or, like, smears of blood? I want to say... Well, it said traces. Like, mm. so. I'm assuming it's probably more like smears. Oh. But... God, that's sad. Yeah. There was red dust on the outside of the car, suggesting that it had been driven on a dirt road. Oh. And there was a fingerprint in blood on the steering wheel that (gasps) was unidentified dun 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 yeah the amount of blood that they found inside the car was likely caused by something minor though like it wasn't like someone died in that car okay they said it was like it could have been a nosebleed it wasn't oh it was like trace amounts of blood interesting
1: i don't know much about cars okay 1965 comment is it a hatchback like maybe it got on the back window it's a two-door all right it's not really like hatchbacky so it has a trunk it's kind of like a camaro or something
0: yeah it's like an old buick looking car all right like a you know old ass car okay it's fucking big not a hatchback though i was thinking maybe that's
1: how it could get on the back window yeah like had a cut or something and you were getting into the back
0: no so her car keys and her purse and the rest of her clothing weren't found okay the weird thing to me uh-huh. Is that her husband Roy kept detailed mileage logs for that car? Okay. <laughs> and when they compared it to the odometer, there were 41 miles that couldn't be accounted for. Interesting. First of all, good on Roy secondly would never marry a man like that (laughs) fucking
1: right that sounds like a lot of work and a lot of upkeep
0: yeah also they were out of or he was out of town so like i mean maybe she went shopping one time and didn't tell you right yeah that's
1: true but i mean this is the 60s i think every woman was accounted for at
0: all times (laughs) that's true (laughs) different times yes yes i don't know but 41 miles too like not 40 41 that is fucking accurate as shit (laughs) yeah i don't know how long he was out of town for maybe it was just like he was out of town that night or whatever and then he came back because his wife came up missing and was like oh shit well yesterday when i left there was this many miles it only takes this long to get here you know yeah yeah where did these 41 miles come from yeah so no one remembers seeing the car parked in the shopping center overnight and they gave out overnight tickets that this car didn't have. All right. It is likely that the car left and then came back. Okay, so that worker wasn't lying. Yeah, and there was also a cop that patrolled the parking lot at 6 a.m., and even he said that it wasn't there at that time.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, so they checked Mary's gas card and found that it had been used early in the morning on October 15th, the morning after she was last seen. Uh Uh-huh. It was used in Charlotte, North Carolina. Remember, this she works at a bank in atlanta so it's not that far but still different weird for her to get gas there yeah well charlotte was her hometown oh okay and then the card was used a second time 12 hours later in Raleigh, north carolina
1: oh so somebody's blown through gas
0: yeah 41
1: miles worth of gas
0: right Raleigh is less than three hours away from charlotte so okay i don't know a little time frame on that interesting The credit slips were signed Mrs. Roy H. Little Jr., and it was in her handwriting. Oh. Both of the gas station attendants from both of the gas stations that she went to, Uh they recalled seeing a lady that matched Mary's description, and they said that she avoided eye contact and had a cut on her head. Oh. so That's where the blood came from. Yeah. Like a minor cut, maybe? Oh. She was with a man in Charlotte, and she was with two men in rally. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And the two men seemed very controlling of her, oh, according God. to this gas station Awkward. attendant. Awkward. Yeah. Obviously, the first suspect is always the husband. Yes. And they look into Roy, and apparently a lot of Mary's friends didn't like Roy and, like, had even refused to go to their wedding. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why? Why didn't they like him? I don't know, but maybe it has something to do with keeping track of the mileage. Yeah, maybe he was (laughs) a little controlling. Yeah. (laughs) And he refused to take a lie detector test and didn't seem overly concerned with her disappearance. Ooh,
1: you're looking pretty suspicious, Mr. Roy.
0: Yeah. However, he was out of time at the abduction and he had no clear motive on it. And he came forward with the mileage thing to be like, check this shit out. There's 41 miles missing. Yeah, that's true. I think if you were guilty of that, you might not offer that information up so readily.
1: Unless you're trying to hide in plain sight.
0: Maybe. But yeah, I get it. No, I agree. (laughs) Yeah. So he was ruled out as a suspect. Okay. And Roy later got a ransom call for $20,000 for the return of Mary. Oh, shit. The caller told Roy to go to an overpass in the Pisgah National Forest in North Carolina. Okay. And that further instructions would be posted on a sign there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And so a cop went instead of Roy, obviously, because they're not going to be like, go ahead, Roy. Go ahead. You seem like you're in good spirits. Yeah. This will be a safe journey for you. Yeah. You can handle this, right? Yeah. No problem. And when he got there, there was a blank piece of paper attached to the sign, and then they never heard from the caller again. A blank piece of paper? Yeah. Oh, what if mm-hmm. do you remember when you were a kid you could write secret messages <gasps> and yes. like
1: lemon yeah. juice and like hold it up to a lamp and it would burn the lemon juice yeah and it would reveal the message
0: yeah i do remember that you think magic ink was a thing yeah invisible ink <laughs> yeah um <laughs> i hope they checked that <laughs> i don't know that they did i hope so too <laughs> anyway <laughs> on that, that note, note. <laughs> according to mary's friends and coworkers she had been receiving phone calls at work that had really like spooked her. oh God, she was heard saying, "I'm a married woman now I'm a married woman, <laughs> yeah, but then this part really got me. You can come over to my house anytime you like, but I can't come over there uh, weird, yeah, like in what situation when that... somebody's like
1: hitting on you and you're like, "I'm a married woman now, well, let's not hang out, <laughs> yeah, because I know your intentions,
0: yeah, I know your intentions, but like in what in what? Scenario: Would it be okay for a person to come to your house, but not for you to go to their house or wherever? Maybe because she knew Roy would be around? Maybe. But you can come over anytime you like. Like, he'll kick your ass. I don't know. Maybe. Like, maybe she's
1: like, oh, I feel safe because Roy's there. Yeah. So you can come over to my house anytime, but I can't go to your house.
0: Yeah. Maybe the person's like, I just want to talk. I don't have my chaperone. Yeah. Either way, makes no fucking sense to me. No, it's weird. Yeah. She also got a dozen roses delivered to her apartment anonymously. She had a stalker. Yeah, it sounds like it. Or an admirer. Ooh. But she never told her husband about it. What'd she do with the flowers? Uh, probably threw them away. Maybe kept them was like, a bottom. Oh, they were delivered to her work? Apartment. Apartment. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, here's a weird little tidbit about her workplace. Uh-huh. Apparently, the bank she worked for had hired a former FBI agent to investigate issues with lesbian sexual harassment and prostitution on the bank's property.
1: Wow lesbian prostitution in the 60s
0: well le- lesbian sexual harassment but prostitution, and prostitution. Okay. okay i don't know if those are separate <laughs> or combined or combined but yeah in the in the 60s interesting and mary's boss jean here we go again jean yes insisted that it was only a minor scandal with low-level employees well, it doesn't matter what level the uh, the employees are. Well, I mean, I guess it'd be record. better than like, oh, the CEO is in a prostitution ring versus. Oh, you mean in terms of like their rep, the bank's reputation? Yeah, yeah, okay. Like yeah. maybe Jean is trying to yeah downplay. Like, it. No, no, no. Listen, it's just it was a scandal, a short scandal for some time past. They're no longer with us. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not anything to do with the bank. But also... Is it Jean? Is it Jean? Jean also claims that Mary hadn't been aware of the investigation. Other co-workers, however, said that Mary had mentioned the investigation to them. All right. So this makes Jean seem a little bit more suspicious to me again. Yeah. Which, now, I don't know if it's a man or a woman. Like, is this person involved (laughs) in the lesbian sexual harassment ring? Or is this a man that's like... I don't know. It changes... It changes things, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, a few days after Mary had gone missing, a lady came forward and said that in that same parking lot that Mary was taken from, Uh she was walking to her car when she realized that she was being followed. Oh, fuck that. And so she jumped into her car and she locked her door right as the man grabbed the handle. Oh,
1: hell no.
0: Yeah. And she was like, if you think you're getting into my car, you're crazy, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And he knocked on her window and said, your back tire is low. Oh, fuck no. And she was like, nah, fuck that, dude. Yeah, get out of here. And she drove away. I will drive on a flat tire. <laughs> yeah, just to get away from your creepy ass. Yeah. And obviously it wasn't flat. Like What a weirdo. Yeah, it was just a fucking scary dude. But she saw him. Yeah, she saw him. And this was only minutes before Mary was last seen going to oh, her car. Oh, fuck. So maybe Mary went to go look at a flat tire and got yeah. bonked. Yeah. And taken. Yeah. Don't know. Okay. In 1966, the FBI interviewed an inmate at Georgia State Prison who was serving life for murder. He claimed that he knew two men had been paid $5,000 each to kidnap Mary.
1: Oh, shit. That's a lot of money.
0: Yeah and they took her to a house in mount holly north carolina where she was held captive and eventually murdered why the inmate didn't know the motive or who had hired them and the fbi didn't believe him they thought it was just like attention yeah attention
1: or you trying know. to get something through a confession yeah
0: exactly and so her murder was never solved well did they find a body
1: nope oh shit so she just went missing and we're assuming she's dead
0: we're assuming she's dead yeah oh my god there i mean she's she gone she gone it's been 50 years now oh my god she's 70 something now (laughs) math she's she's math old oh man so, a lady named Diane Shields took over Mary's job at the bank. Oh, God. Because life goes on as usual. Yeah. She even sat at Mary's old desk and befriended her former colleagues. Oh, no. She even lived with some of them for a time. Oh, my
1: God. That's so weird. Like, I guess it's really not that weird, other than I'm assuming she also gets murdered because she's part of the story. <laughs> she's
0: part of the story. Yeah. Not to spoil anything, but yeah. there are some similarities here. Yeah the roommates that she's living with were even roommates of mary's from before she had been married oh my god no way yeah what that's <laughs> kind of creepy super creepy so that's weird she later left that job and became an office secretary and moved in with her sister but she had been aware of mary's murder like she knew all that happened and uh-huh. then this is only a couple years later
1: uh-huh and
0: then at five oh five p.m on may 19th in 1967 Uh Diane left her job to head home and she was seen driving away like towards the direction of her home Yeah. As a precaution, Diane always drove with her passenger door locked to prevent anyone getting in. Smart. Very smart Yes. And then at 2.30am a a police on patrol found her car parked near a laundromat Okay. There was blood dripping from the trunk (gasps) and her keys were found in the ignition No. So he was like Oh, shit. I'm going to open this trunk. I'm going to investigate this shit. Yeah. Her body was found folded in the trunk of the car. Oh, my God. Between a spare tire and some cooking utensils in a cardboard box. Oh, my God. Also in the box was a copy of Betty Crocker's New Dinner for Two, because she was engaged to get married in July, which was only two months later. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Really sad. That i mean it could just be a coincidence but like to me i'm like well what about the wedding coordinators like or someone to do with the weddings because this other lady had just been married for six weeks and she got murdered oh damn there's like a lot of similarities
1: a lot of similarities but like did she have stalkers at work and shit too
0: i'll tell you oh my god what if it's the same person and he's just creepo it could be so uh, a little bit more about finding the car okay okay and her. She was fully clothed except for her shoes, which were found in the backseat floorboard. Ugh. There was no evidence of a sexual oh, good. assault or anything like that. Like, her dress was pulled down normal. I, I mean, not normal. She's fucking in the trunk of a car. But yeah. she wasn't assaulted. She was clothed. Yeah. And she had been strangled with a rope or a wire. Oh. The medical examiner said there was five times the necessary force used to strangle her. Oh. <gasps> and that it was a very brutal death.
1: Whoa. Five times?
0: Yeah. First of all, too many times. Everything. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how they find that out, but holy shit. Yeah.
1: This person has a rage.
0: Yeah. Or something. That's fucking scary. Yeah. She was beaten so badly that she had to be identified by her dress and her ring. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. She often wore a kerchief around her (laughs) neck and that was found shoved down her throat. Oh. And police officers said that they had been told that that was done with enough force to kill her. <gasps> Ew. But what? the official cause of death was strangulation.
1: Oh my god. But what the fuck? Like she was choking to death on her own fucking yeah.
0: handkerchief. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you called it. A, I mean, a, if a ch- kerchief, a kerchief. <laughs> if the if they had she hadn't been strangled like that would have killed her too. That sounds like fucking terrible way to die yeah that sounds awful oh my god so the super creepy part yeah is that there was also a blank piece of paper found in her <gasps> throat in her throat in her throat was it like folded up i imagine so it had to be like <laughs> crumpled <laughs> or at least <laughs> yeah but uh, a blank piece of paper what i mean they didn't say that it was similar to the one yeah for mary's ransom that's what but we're getting at also it's a coincidence and some people speculate that it was like a message like, you better stay quiet, like, keep your mouth shut, basically. Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh, weird.
0: She had been hit under her right eye and under her right ear, but I guess it was bad enough to, like, really mess her Break up. Break some things. Yeah. She had a cut on the back of her head, but the medical examiner said that that might have been caused by a fall. Uh huh. And her purse was found beside her body in the trunk, and it was intact. Like I said, she was identified by her engagement ring, so she still had that on her. So this wasn't a sexual motive. It wasn't a robbery. Like, yeah. this is something else. Weird. Yeah. The pantyhose that she had been wearing were dirt-stained, like she had been walking on a dusty floor, and there were scratches on her legs that couldn't be explained.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: And so police... It wasn't
1: just in the car. Everything didn't happen just in the car. Yeah, it, it wasn't just in the car. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Police don't believe that she was killed in her car, but they were unable to come up with a location of the murder. Uh-huh. They also don't believe that she was killed, like, right in front of the laundromat. Because yeah. it's not a dusty place, I guess.
1: Yeah. How weird. It's so weird that, like, there's blood dripping from her car, too. Yeah. My God.
0: Yeah. The passenger door of her car was also locked when she was found. Oh. So, like,
1: how she normally locked it. How
0: she normally had it, yeah. So, this person didn't, like, get in when she got in or what. I mean... There's plenty of other ways to yeah. to do it, but that's just kind of an interesting note. Yeah. So the police believe that there were a lot of similarities between Mary's disappearance and Diane's murder.
1: Uh, yeah. Obviously.
0: Fucking Mary 2.0 over here. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. For one, Diane had received roses at work, and she said they were anonymous. Oh, no. I knew it. Here's the thing. They weren't anonymous. Oh. They were from a babysitting client. What? Yeah, but the news picked up on it and was saying that there was a rose killer on the oh. loose in Atlanta. So she never claimed them as to be anonymous. She claimed them to be anonymous. Oh,
1: she did?
0: Yeah, she claimed them to be anonymous, but they weren't. I don't know. I don't want to talk shit, but you know that person <laughs> that, like, puts themselves closer to a catastrophe than they are? Oh, yeah. Like, kind of exaggerates things yeah. to match, like... To match something else awful. Like, yeah. Like... I don't know. I can't think of an example. But, like, to say this this person who got murdered that worked here before you got anonymous roses delivered. And then when you get roses delivered, you're like, ooh, they're anonymous. Yeah, like, that's going to no-
1: obviously bring up some, like, red flags for people around you.
0: Yeah. Why would she do that, though? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. And that's just my, like i didn't like that oh see i was thinking maybe she was like oh i got
1: roses in the newspaper the media was like they both she got, got roses anonymous roses but it was really
0: well i thought it said that she said that they were anonymous
1: oh weird. which maybe it
0: was maybe it was just like only the news being like they both got roses yeah, it's you know a rose get out of control. yes kind of thing and so let's say that that's what it is so, some of Diane and Mary's roommates became super nervous that they were going to be next. Oh, my God. I bet. Yeah. And they had suspicions about one of their coworkers. Oh. They didn't say Gene, but... <laughs> but I listen. think it's Gene. I'm suspicious of Gene. Poor I know. Just trying to keep his company intact. Yeah. Clean name. Keep that brand name strong. <laughs> right? <laughs> they called a police officer one night and asked to come over to his house these are the roommates yeah and the police officer said that the women were scared to death and he and his wife stayed up with them all night in the living room the police officer and his y- wife yeah oh
1: that's very nice
0: yeah that same officer though thought that the coincidences in the case were just that and he recommended that the fbi not get involved in diane's murder all right now i'm suspicious of this police officer we're <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> suspicious <laughs> to everyone yeah what do you mean they're not
1: fucking similar
0: he said that they were just coincidences yeah. that was
1: his like what a coincidence.
0: yeah, he also said that the other coworker that the roommates were suspicious of, yeah, was also terrified, like, oh, so it probably isn't him or her, yeah, like you're just kind of throwing blame around, and everybody's fucking scared right now, yeah. So most of the other detectives disagreed with this guy's assessment (laughs) and the chief detective on the case believes that someone who was implicated in Mary's murder was responsible for both. Like he has an idea of who he thinks did it, but there, I guess, hasn't been
1: enough enough evidence. evidence. Yeah.
0: They haven't been able to prove anything and I found an article that said that the case files were lost. What? Yeah.
1: That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it when that happens. Fucking like right? when they lose fucking evidence.
0: Why does that happen more often than never? Ugh. That's ridiculous. Like the fi- all the files were lost. I don't know. How do we know any of this? Newspapers? Yeah, well, I got a lot of it from a newspaper. Oh, like clippings. So, side note. Yeah. Diane's close friend from her hometown said that Diane had told her that she was working with police undercover to <gasps> solve the disappearance of a woman named Mary. What? Yeah. She said, they want me to work with them so we can close this case. That's what uh, Dan's friend said. What? Here's the thing about Hold that up. with me.
1: Okay. Let's hear it.
0: She lied about the roses being anonymous. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Is what I heard. Maybe yeah. she didn't, but uh-huh. maybe she had like a sick fascination with Mary's murder and lied about being undercover as well just to like kind of put herself in the spotlight
1: oh that's so
0: weird i'm
1: uncomfortable
0: with this yeah i mean what if she was like an undercover cop well none of the surviving detectives knows who the fuck she is (laughs) yeah they don't know of any undercover work by diane on the case so there's no record of it but also they apparently lost some case files so i don't know it seems fucking fishy but also she's dead so but what if what if she was undercover and those missing case files are the
1: ones that state she's undercover.
0: Yeah. And
1: somebody nixed her.
0: It could be. Well, and then she had the cop that doesn't agree with everybody else. He's like, that's not related. Don't look into that. Yeah. Look away. Yeah. It could have been. Maybe she was getting too close to the truth. Well, that's what the, like, handkerchief thing or the kerchief in the throat in the blank paper, like, stay quiet. Yeah. Maybe she was really on to something and they were like, nope. What a
1: creepy thing to do, though.
0: Like, Looking if you're terrifying. like obsessed with a case or something, to be like, I'm
1: going to go live her life real yeah, quick. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's really creepy. Which
0: maybe she wasn't at first. Like, maybe she just happened to get that job and then she was like, whoa, the lady that used to work here was murdered.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. crazy.
0: I would look into that. I would too. I don't think I would try to solve it. Maybe I would. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm sure,
1: like, you would naturally become friends with the people you work with and maybe become roommates just based off of, like, friendship and everything. So maybe that's not as weird.
0: Yeah. I agree, though. Yeah. Other people said that Diane had been uncharacteristically secretive in the months leading up to her murder. Uh Uh-huh. And she would miss appointments and leave for hours without explanation. From work? I guess. Oh, weird. So... She was just being shady. Yeah, but also maybe she was working undercover. Yeah. And like didn't want anyone to know it, except for her close friend from her hometown. Yeah. But she <laughs> told confessed everything to. Yeah. Or maybe the job at the bank was just cursed. Uh, that
1: could be a theory also. That's very plausible.
0: I you know what? It was enough for me to write it down. Maybe
1: it's like a client that comes in all the time. It could be. Yeah. Remember working at the smoothie shop? There's creepy people all the time like oh yeah regular creepy people yeah
0: they were regular creepy people and they just fucking sit on that bench and like drink their smoothie while waiting for you to get off and yeah. you're like
1: oh, i'm, I'm not gonna, gonna
0: be off until way late Please yeah go i'm home. never leaving here yeah I'm, I'm gonna stay the night
1: actually some people we literally had to stand in the middle of the kiosk so they couldn't touch us yeah yeah <laughs> that's weird oh, god i remember that guy it's not a
0: normal thing <laughs> no and we were like 16 I 17 no god so on that note yeah on that note Kind of like what you were talking about with the coincidences and, like... Yeah. One Friends of the, with
1: roomies and all that shit.
0: Exactly. One of the FBI profilers that was working on the cold case, he currently does not believe that the two murders were connected. Okay. He thinks that all the coincidences between them were more of... He called them expectancies. Oh because they lived in such a small town that it's not unlikely that they would have had the same job or known the same people or had the same roommates okay especially if they had the same job then like you said they become friends with those people then they become roommates with those people yeah like it's not unlikely that that series of events happens and it doesn't necessarily mean that this murder is connected to that murder except for the white paper except for the blank piece of white paper yeah that's
1: weird that's really weird yeah and then
0: the roses
1: whether or not they're anonymous or not like if they're anonymous if they were anonymous Mm -hmm. then that's connected right if
0: If they they weren't
1: anonymous and diana was lying about it then there's still something fishy going on yeah it's either way you put it yeah i feel like it's got to be the same person
0: i don't know i think it's I think it's very possible that it's the same person, but also we didn't find the body of Mary, so we don't know. know, like, if they died in the same manner or anything like that.
1: Yeah, or maybe it's somebody fucking around and, like, you know, go to this place for the ransom and there's a white paper on the bridge or whatever. Yeah. Maybe that wasn't anybody who actually knew anything that was going on with Mary. Maybe they just did it.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of what they assumed after with the ransom thing because nothing ever came of it, like they never heard from that person again or yeah. anything. But also then why would there be white a blank piece of paper in the in Diane's throat?
1: Well maybe then he went and like murdered Diane.
0: That one the ransom person? Yeah. Like a totally different person that yeah. was like he was just crazy and trying to get involved in a different murder yeah, like and then he's like, you know, what, it would be gonna a part of else. the
1: story. Yeah, I don't I, know. Oof. That's scary. Yeah, it'd be fucking weird, but
0: We've read weirder. That's true. (laughs) So the same FBI profiler also said that about the people saying that Diane was secretive leading up to the murder, that people looking back on the behavior after a murder are always going to find something. Yeah, something that's suspicious or stands out. Or... Yeah, he's like, you know, you might have seen that person on the phone, and maybe they, like, whispered something, and you didn't think anything of it, but then after, if they're murdered, you're like, oh, well they were being secretive. They were whispering on the phone. Yeah. Maybe they are just being quiet because they're in a library. Or, like... Yeah, that's true, but I feel like he's being awfully dismissive of a lot of, like, similarities. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but he didn't put much credence to... Oh. The secretiveness either they're connected no and to this day neither murder has been solved
1: son of a bitch we both did two unsolved murders yep you're welcome (laughs) for that not very satisfying ending to both yeah isn't that crazy though well i still think it's interesting that we're considering mary murdered when we never found a body
0: there was blood yeah she was at least not enough to indicate maybe she took off maybe she got a nosebleed and was like you know what fuck Fuck this town he's out of town I'm out of here. I'm not going to take my car, though. And somebody took it. And And somebody took it and then brought it back to the parking lot. And she was like, fuck underwear. (laughs) I'm going to take all my underwear off. Yeah, but keep on my regular clothes. Like,
1: yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there's some foul play there. Yeah, it
0: doesn't seem very willing to do that. No. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you'd get a good outcome from that shit. No, no. Well, goddamn. Yeah, goddamn. Interesting. So... That's been racking my brain for a couple days now because I don't fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. I'm kind of weirded out by Diane's like possible
1: obsession by this.
0: I am too. And it, what I saw, it didn't seem like anyone else was like weirded out by it. Everyone else is like, yeah. to me, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Well, whether also or not know- she knew about it before she took the job, just the lying about the roses and then the working undercover. Oh yeah, yeah. Like. If the weird. police and stuff don't have any record of her working undercover, but she said, "like, tell someone that she's working undercover." That, coupled with the anonymous roses thing that weren't actually anonymous, makes me like suspicious why is of she... her. Yeah. Enough red flags to make you think, like, what's yeah, going like, on? Yeah, like, not to say that she would have been responsible for Mary's murder or anything, but like, why are you inserting yourself in this investigation? Yeah, there's some piece we're missing. Yeah, I don't know. It weirds hmm. me out. Other than the only shitty thing is, is like she ended up dead (laughs) yeah that's one of the shitty things the other shitty thing is that mary ended up dead (laughs) yeah they both end up dead no that's a really shitty thing obviously that's not planned for or anything but like i don't know but if she was like an undercover cop and
1: everything you'd think that they'd have like more people on her back
0: yeah as opposed to her just
1: being like an obsessed person yeah i don't know though
0: i don't know i guess if we were to wind up murdered by someone who we've also covered they'd be like well why were they so obsessed with that that's true like Yeah, I
1: was going to say that earlier. Like, we're looking at this with, like, the whole picture. Yeah. So we can speculate differently than, like, maybe Diane Yeah, in the moment. Like, we're looking back and we're like, how weird. You got the same job. You became the same friends. You got the same roommates. You got the same flowers.
0: Well, you know, I'm willing to accept have... that the job and the roommates and friends yeah. are coincidences. Yeah. Yeah. and I'm not at all like trying to blame anything on her because she's obviously she's dead you, yeah there's no blame there someone else needs to be blamed for that yeah I just think it's not common I don't know it's weird to me to like oh yeah there's trying to insert there's yourself something different more. And weird yeah yeah also she didn't work at the bank when she was murdered she worked as a secretary somewhere else huh she just had that job previously oh so. I didn't
1: catch that part oh yeah. I didn't, like, snag onto it anyway. Yeah. It's in my brain.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's likely that it's just a coincidence that the friends and everybody, all the, the job and the friends and all that. But yeah. it's hard to not link them because of those coincidences. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Also, with the roses, I was going to say maybe when she got them, That someone was like, whoa, Mary got roses. And she was like, yeah, they're anonymous. Like a joke kind of thing. Like, you know. And then it got taken out of context. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's another thing that I thought maybe she didn't actually, like, lie about it. But she was just like, yeah, they're anonymous too, huh? Mm -hmm. Crazy, right? But, like, she knew that they're not. I don't know. Something But what incentive
1: would the friend have to lie about, like, oh, she said she was, like, undercover? I don't
0: know. Other than
1: maybe, like, her friend is kind of, like you know the nosy nelly yeah where you associate yourself too closely to something like yeah. you're saying mm-hmm. to make it real
0: yeah well i mean i don't know man shit's insane
1: that's just real insane yeah
0: that was 50 something years ago so <laughs> so we're probably never gonna know the answer yeah this that's person's great. probably either dead or in jail for something else hopefully yep, hopefully yeah well fuck
1: man goddamn goddamn <laughs> On that note, we do have a lovely uh, goddamn from a listener. (gasps) We do? Shall we play it? We shall. Let's do it. Okay, this one's from Sarah. What up, Sarah? Woo-woo. I said goddamn. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) First of all... She's whispering yeah she is and i love it
0: oh <laughs> my gosh all, she's
1: creepy <laughs> <You> nailed <laughs> so it sarah
0: <laughs> that's awesome oh i love these things that's funny thank you sarah thank you we love you yeah we do so if anybody else wants to send us their goddams
1: send them in through email at podcast at gmail.com yep you can even
0: just like write a little note about your goddamn story some shit that went down yeah we'll share that shit too hell yeah we're about that you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook yes. at ISGDPodcast. Yeah, you can. You can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. You can go on our website and see pictures relating to these cases at
1: ISGDPodcast.com. And also, you can go there to check out some of our merchandise mm-hmm. and link to our Patreon page. Which, fun fact one of our twitter followers corinne she actually reached out to us and was like yo i can't find you guys on fucking patreon when i type you in it doesn't pop up and i was like fuck that shit yeah and so i contacted patreon and they were like oh it's because you're labeled as explicit material (laughs) or like not safe for work so we don't want people to be able to search you and accidentally stumble
0: upon your content for our family-friendly site yeah what the fuck is that shit which i've looked into all the other ones and like joe rogan you can find he does like fucking dmt on really yeah we should challenge that there's i guess you're allowed to challenge it so yeah
1: i'll look into that sometime this week or when i'm on maternity leave (laughs) yeah coming up soon but anyway so to reach our patreon you have to go through the direct link through our site and then in the meantime I'll throw a little bitch fit to Patreon and try to fix it. Yeah, we'll try and challenge that shit. Yeah. For everybody who's already donated, you guys are amazing, and we love you, and thank you so
0: much. Yes, you are. And And sorry, it's such
1: a pain in the ass.
0: Who knew? Fuck. Speaking of Patreon, we've got a new episode coming out, I believe, next week, right? Yep, that's right. Yeah, so So. get on that if you want some extra content. That's right. Otherwise, deuces. We'll see you next week. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Bye. And if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from Spellcast. Hello, I'm Courtney. And I'm Andreelle. And we're the hosts of Spellcast. A podcast that seeks to bridge the gap between the mundane and the occult. Join us every Friday night for a new episode. We cover everything from candle magic to Kabbalah. You can follow us at Witchy Page on Instagram and Facebook... And also email us at witchypage at gmail.com. We hope
1: you enjoy the show.
0: If you really like the show, you can donate on Anchor.fm and soon Patreon. All of our supporters get special perks and extra content, so join our coven. And remember, there's a little witch in all of us. And the spirits live in the mirror.